I'm Laura. And I'm Georgiana. And this is Decanterbury Tales. Hello. Hello. Happy read cap. Happy read cap. And October. Yes, you, your month. It is. I am so excited. I have my somatic pillow. I have my spooky books. I have my candle right now. It is a burning. See, look, I'm not even kidding. I brought my candle into the studio so that I could enjoy the scent of Halloween whilst recording. Does it smell like candy corn? I think it's like candy corn and peanuts together and they taste really good. There's a Target brand of a candy corn trail mix. That is the only way I can. Ow, cat. Sorry. He got my foot. It hurt. (laughs) I can't record without him now. He doesn't like every time I go in the studio, chicken nugget demands to be included. So I can't. He's our mascot, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, But yeah, so this candle is from Bath and Body Works. It is the white pumpkin but it is the white barn because Bath and Body Works has Bath and Body Works scent and then they have white barn and white barn inside of Bath and Body Works are slightly more refined and they smell a lot less like candy because I don't like things to smell like food. This one is definitely a- Now that Laura (laughs) has had her TED talk on uh, pumpkin scented things. Specifically the white pumpkin candle on (laughs) Body Works. I had to buy a bunch of candles from, uh, I went to Tuesday morning because uh, we had the hurricane roll through Charleston, everything's fine, but we didn't know if we were going to lose power. And I know I cannot light candles during hurricanes, y'all. It's just that if the hurricane or the power loss extended after the hurricane and I needed candles. So I bought like three candles and I haven't used any of them because we didn't lose power long enough for it to matter outside to of warrant the candle usage right it's, it's I guess it's the week of the candle it is I honestly I use the end of my candle and it's like I have to replace that it is the only time of year so it is the week of the candle any any interesting sense from Tuesday morning no I don't even remember what I bought I went for the widest most wicked candles at the lowest price because I was trying to um, you were going for surface area and volume. Exactly. exactly. More than scent. It was function, clean air scent, and then like Christmas tree. You know, oh, I, I'm I very... love just the unholy like scent amalgamation of if, if you had required lighting all of those at one time, oh, just the God. combo of all those, you'd have been like, this is horrible. Please open a window. Oh, I know. <laughs> I knew it was going to be bad, but it would have been fine to open a window because it w- it's so pleasant here. This is the first hurricane I've been in when it's been 60 degrees. Oh, nice. So, so if the AC had gone out, you know, with the power, then open a window. You're like, it's delightful. Sick. Yeah. No, that was, that was truly one of my newer experiences. Cause every single time I've been in a hurricane, uh, it's like 80 or 90 degrees and it's sweltering and it makes it a thousand times worse when the power goes out. Cause there's no relief. You're but- just dying slowly. I just walked outside and there was a breeze and I was like, oh, this is lovely. You're like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. This is Hurricanes yeah. 2.0. But um, not to make light of it, those of you in Florida, we are thinking of you. I w- saw that go through and I was like, don't wish. Yeah, Georgina and I have experienced many a hurricane. Um, 
we're both, you know, from the Katrina era from New Orleans and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So definitely lots of thoughts, prayers, all the good things. And just thinking of all those people out there that are suffering because it sucks. We're with you. Well, for those of you that are new to our mini-sodes, this is a recap for Q3 of 2022, where we talk about the things that we have read, sipped, enjoyed, just what we've been up to. Mostly we go through books of like a this or that and a rating scale, just so, you know, we cover a lot of things. We read a lot of things. We do a lot of research to pick the books that we pick. So that means there's a lot of like runners up or books that we really love that we just didn't get to cover on the show. And that's what this episode is for. So, oh, Kitty, hello. He's like, yeah. (laughs) Well, since Kitty says it's time for me to go, I read 21 books in Q3. um, As I did a lot of traveling, that means a lot of airplane time. And when I have a lot of airplane time, I have a lot of read time. So Laura kind of gave me inspiration from our last read cap about if you liked this, read that. So I kind of went with that theme. So to start out, I read Seating Arrangements, same author uh, who wrote The Circle. If you liked the movie Evening, this is a good book for you. It's a little sexier than Evening, the movie. That's the one with Claire Danes. It was a good read. Uh, The Idiot. Okay, this book, when I was reading it, made me feel so stupid, but I loved it. And so it's kind of like on the level of intelligence of A Gentleman in Moscow. If you've read that, Um, completely different plot line, completely different. You leave the book feeling like you learned something, even though it's a piece of fiction. I don't know. It's just smart people. Smart people book. Uh, A Long Petal of the Sea. Uh, that reminded me a lot of the Dutch house. Then the Virgin Suicides, Andrea Bartz recommended that. And she is correct. It is better than the movie. And then Laura and I both kind of mentioned the untethered soul as something we both recommend reading in a way that's really practical in that it kind of talks to you about your thoughts and how you can reject the anxiety in your brain and the negative thoughts and experience them and process them and acknowledge them, but don't hold on to them so that you can move forward in your life. And so I know that, did you finish that book on tape? No, I'm very close to it. And I would say, cause I know it also, it definitely approaches it as, cause I would even pull back on calling it really a self-help book as much as it's, it works through ways it to get to like a, a quote unquote, like meditative state. And it's very respectful of religion. Yeah. So like if you are, you know, of a specific religion, I know I'm Christian and he'll say like, this is, you know, you're, you're finding your oneness with the divine, whether that's the Christian Judeo God, whether that's, and he's very like when he's going through it, he's very, very respectful of different people's religions and faiths. And it doesn't really tread on any of that as much as it is dissecting your thoughts. Yeah, it is It is an inclusive read for all faith. Then obviously, Remarkably Bright Creatures. Uh, then I read The Unsinkable Greta James. And if you liked the movie Country Strong, give this book a read. It kind of gave that vibe. Uh, Blood Sugar, 
Oh my goodness. Read it, read it, read it, read it. If you like the silent patient, read that book. It is so good. And the cover is sexy because it's a sexy cover. It's tie dye and I'm into it. And then where the apricots bloom, I could not think of a comparison, but it talks so much about female friendship and it is partially based on a true story. The author, uh, Gina Wilkinson was a journalist and during her time in Iran, she, uh, made friends with local women and the lack of trust, actual friendship that's there because of political agenda, um, kind of inspired her for that book. So that was just a beautiful book to read, sad and kind of tense in certain places, but really talks a lot about female friendship, which I love. So I did read a couple rom-coms all year. And so, yeah, so that is my vote. If you need a good rom-com, it was great. Um, Watching You compares to Flicker in the Dark and The Last Miss Parish compares to Gone Girl. Both two thrillers I read back to back, both very different. And that was the first book I finished on my Kindle. So it will always hold a special place in my heart. Uh, But both of those are really good. Those are plain reads. I read The Last Miss Parish in uh, one sitting on an airplane. Oh, nice. And then one of my favorite books I've read this year is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. It's had a lot of traction. The cover is amazing. If you liked The Idiot, which I was talking about earlier, because that book is a little bit older. Um, if you loved that book, definitely read Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Okay. If you didn't read The Idiot, still read it. It's un- If I hadn't read The Idiot, I would say unlike any book I've ever read before. It was top notch. And then I read The Alice Network. I prefer The Rose Code. Survive the night. Too many twists for my taste. Love okay, so what do you what do you mean by that? So it starts out with a girl accepting a ride in a car from like a ticket on the board. She posts a ticket on her college board to say, Hey, I'm going this way. Can you give me a ride? And This guy walks up as she's putting it up, pulls a ticket and is like, hey, I'm going that way. So she assumes he's a student and she's like, yeah, great. I want the ride. And then she said like the 70s. No, it's like, no, it's not quite the 70s, but it's before people had individual cell phones. Okay. I was like, wait a second. (laughs) I'm like, there's no way this is right now. So I liked it, but it just, it went twist, 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 twist to a point that it almost got a little bit unbelievable in my opinion. Yeah. I read it in two days. So, you know, it's not, it's a good book, but just for me, uh, Verity, I know you have that one on your TBR. It is. Uh, reminded me of other people's clothes, but in that level of like buildup and suspense. Okay. Sort of vibe. Um, really good. 
that I talked a little bit on our previous episode about uh, The Devil Takes You Home. Mm-hmm. Liked Animal by Lisa Tadeo. That's probably the closest thing I can think of, not in person to plot, but in the fact that some really weird, messed up stuff happens. And you're just like, all right. <laughs> it's by far one of the darkest books that I've read. Okay. Um, the Liar's Dictionary, not what I was expecting, but interesting. And then I just finished The Last Housewife. It is like Fifty Shades of Grey meets The Silent Patient. Okay. So if you've read either of those books, holy heck in a handbasket was a ride. That was a ride. Intended? Yeah, pun intended. I had to think about my pun for a second, but yes, pun intended. (laughs) Like, and I didn't even know it was going to go there. Interesting. And then all of a sudden it's like BDSM and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, this is where we're going. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden it's, I thought I was just getting into a thriller. Oh no. Oh, you're thrilled. All right. (laughs) In multiple ways. I'm just going to keep it going. Uh, Oh man. Do you have any favorites? Yes. So my favorites would be tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Funny. You should ask where the apricots bloom, blood sugar, remarkably bright creatures, the untethered soul and a long petal by the sea. And the reason these are quite a list, (laughs) it's quite a list, but the reason these are my favorites is they're broken up. So when you're talking literary fiction, you're going to be talking remarkably bright creatures and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Um, Historical fiction, you're going to go when the apricots bloom and a long petal to the sea and then self-help, spirituality, the untethered soul. Funny you should ask, rom-con and blood sugar thriller. You're buying like new books, but they're basically used. So it's a nice little hack to get you know your latest books marked down but so I was halfway through lessons in chemistry which I love it was similar to me in like feminist fiction as when women were dragons it was a little like okay I gotta like take a breather for a second but then also I my copy of remarkably bright creatures came in and I devoured remarkably bright creatures is that a timeline and nailed it but I have yet to go back to lessons in chemistry because now it's spooky season and I did my spooky season haul. Um, I did finish Cackle by Rachel Harrison. It is a short little book. It is, hold on, in total, it even has fun little discussion questions in the back. Uh, It is with an epilogue, 291 pages. We love that um such a fun book if you are looking for a book to read for the spooky season and if you are like me and have PTSD from reading the scarlet letter in (laughs) in high school let me just give you and this is not dogging this work it actually from the writing it is beautiful ahem Mother walks ahead of me up the Lawford Hill, her stride long and purposeful. We calm, and the sticky layered smells of the town are replaced by the freshness 
of the meadows and a trembling breeze. On my right side are the fields stretching. It's very heavy in detail. There is a lot of like farewell and good fortune at the thorn. Uh, there's just a lot of like be thine. Indeed, men coming is rarer and more welcome news than men leaving. Like it's a lot of like be thine, Mr. Hopkins, master this and that, goody whoever. So if you are, if it is difficult to get through like the be thine, thou shalt, it's a really fun cover and it looks to be like it's going to be a really good story, but it is set in 1643 and you do have a lot of like, uh, the language is difficult to get through for me. And of course I'm having a lot of, like it's taken me a very long time to get through like a third of the book just because of the way that it's written. It's very well written, very detail heavy, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I might take a break on that and skip over to Court of the Vampire Queen or My Best Friend's Exorcism. Uh, Because I do have five books I'm trying to finish before Halloween. And we would be remiss, actually. I don't know if you have seen this. Uh, Congratulations, Grady Hendrix. He is the author of My Best Friend's Exorcism. I'm looking it up right now. They have a movie on Amazon. Yes. So he talked to us last February that one of his works got picked up for Amazon. And it is out right now. It is on Amazon, so congratulations, Grady Hendrix, having a piece, you know, picked up by Amazon Studios. It was, um, so just, that's super awesome, and congrats to Grady. So I'm looking forward to reading that book before the end of the holiday season, and by holiday, I mean Halloween. Yeah, no, I wanted to uh, go at the local theater. They had, like, a Q&A and viewing with him. Unfortunately, with like traveling, I wasn't able to go, but dang, shoot. He's kind of the perfect author for spooky season two. Yes, that is completely accurate. And if you are looking for more books by him, I'm sure we've said this like a hundred times, but we did cover uh, Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires in February of last year and got to talk to him about it. We have a very lengthy uh, interview with him. It's its own episode, its own standalone episode back when we were doing two episodes a month. (laughs) so uh if you're interested in that definitely check that out but typically on a read cap I will cover a sip cap and I have been sipping very lightly as I've said in past episodes over the last couple of months but um something I do have two that have kind of been a go-to and they are something that I used to joke about a lot uh, last season is my love of box wine And it's definitely something that we have at our home quite frequently because uh, it's just sometimes nice to just have. So the one that we end up with is um, from Boda Box. It is called the, it is the Nighthawk Black. It's a red wine blend and it is rum barrel aged. Super nice. It sits on, you know, you uncork it if you will. But one box is three liters, which is four bottles of wine in one box. And it stays good on your counter for a month. I had it stay good for longer, but that is what they recommend. Uh, but I think we've been up to like a month and a half and it's still like going strong on the counter because it is kind of in that little, it has a little tap. I love the spigot. I love a good spigot. Um, but some of the tasting notes on the Boda box. Nighthawk Black Rum Barrel Aged Red Blend is aged to perfection in premium rum barrels, creating a deeper character complemented with a long complex finish with rich aromas of blackberry and chocolate, coupled with flavors of berry cobbler and vanilla. 
why did I say that? Banana. <laughs> Vanilla. Smooth hints of toasted oak and sweet spice on the finish. This is definitely a really good red for fall. It has kind of all of those fall savory flavors that everyone's leaning into right now. And it is so easy to just have on hand. I think it retails for like $25 for four. It equals four bottles of wine. So super price price point savvy. It, it has 13.5% ABV. So perfect for just like having a glass. You can pour a glass out of the little spigot and let it sit for a second. Or if you're going to have a couple people over and want to put it in decanter so that, you know, people don't know that you're drinking back wine, but let it breathe for a minute is fine. Or you can take it straight out the tap. It does not, it's good both ways. So, and they, uh, on their website, Bodabox, it says that it pairs with a perfect pair pairing for savory with beef stew, grilled flank steak, or like a barbecue. So like heavy, heavy meat. red, yeah, then it, I honestly, yes, it would go really, really well with a savory dish. Uh, and it's a nice, nice, well-rounded, toasty, spicy red, and it retails for a really great price. And then the Vanderpump Rosé from, uh, you know, uh, from Vanderpump Wines. And so Vanderpump Rosé is made from several grapes, including a Grenache and Syrah. It's sourced from the Côte de Provence area in France with minimal skin contact. It's super pale peach color and has a note of red currant pepper and light citrus on the nose and refreshing acidity completes. It's a classic dry provincial Provençal rosé. Um, it is 13% ABV and I have enjoyed it. It does definitely have a little bit of that acidity and peppery pepperiness to it at the Vanderpump uh, cafe. It's not a cafe. It's a Vanderpump like champagne place in Caesar's palace in Las Vegas. She has like a little cafe that does like small plates and they serve a cocktail made with the Vanderpump Rosé that has pink peppercorns in it, which is really interesting. So it's like strawberries. It's like strawberries and uh, the rosé and then pink peppercorn. So it has a little bit of spiciness to it. Really, really interesting. So those were kind of two wines that have been on rotation on our household. And because it is fall, I have been going heavy into baking. And I'm not going to go like tell you guys all this baking journey that I've been on. But I will put you guys on to sallysbakingaddiction.com. And her, her recipe specifically for baked apple cider donuts is the one that I have found to be yielding the best product for me. And specifically, she talks about reducing the apple cider. So store-bought apple cider and reducing it down so that you end up with more like an apple cider syrup. So the flavor is a lot stronger in your recipes. And she goes through the whole thing. So check it out on Sally's Baking Addiction. We have really been, I've been kind of addicted to these little apple cider donuts. But on the beverage side, this is something I've been uh, extending my my dry spell into a oct sober, if you will. But this is something for everyone because you don't have, you can prep this in advance and you don't have to add the alcohol to it. So if you are having, you know, company over, you can make a apple cider, a hot apple cider for home. You can do it the fancy way. And once again, Sally's Baking Addiction has a way that you can basically make homemade crock pot apple cider. If you are not feeling that and don't have the time, like me, you can do it the uh, shortcut way, 
where buy the unfiltered cold apple cider from the grocery store, like the fancy one, pour it in a pot, add in some fresh green apples, red apples, and an orange, and throw in some cloves and some cinnamon, put that on the pot, let it simmer for like 30 minutes. So it kind of like all cooks in and home, make your whipped cream. Super easy. You just got heavy whipping cream, a little bit of vanilla. I've done a brown sugar whipped cream, which is really good. Um, and then for your alcohol people, you can do either like a bourbon or I think it would be really good. And we had it uh, previously with a spiced rum. So you just put like a shot of the spiced rum in the mug in the bottom, and then you add the apple cider, top it with some whipped cream. And it, for those that are not partaking in alcohol, it's a great like party thing because where you have mold wine, where it's the hot drink that has alcohol in it for an event where you have maybe people who are drinking and aren't drinking, this kind of lets a DIY add your alcohol to the fancy beverage. But that's been something that uh, has been living rent-free in my mind. So this is like the Halloween eggnog, essentially. Yes. Yes. I feel you. And in like a fun, like you could get like little cauldron mugs or fun like fall mugs, or if you're going to go like shop for pumpkins or something, you can definitely take like a little to go mug with you of hot apple cider. Or if you want to have some at home and have a little shot of rum in the bottom, uh, that has been, you know, nice little bonfire outside or any sort of like, if you're walking the neighborhood trick-or-treating, it's just been a, it's been living rent-free in my mind for sure. But yeah, that's my, that's my sip cap for Q3. It's pretty light. Last year, last, uh, the last one I had several options. This time I've been a, I'm a little light for you guys. You know, we're living, we're growing, we're changing. But I have a hot candle recommendation for everyone. <laughs> so that's the same and, thing, right? And if y'all have any questions about these books, I know I kind of went through them pretty quickly just because there are a lot of them. Feel free to DM us or send us an email. I'd be happy to talk more about them. I just don't want to go into full on plot synopsises and synopses. Synopsi? Synopsi. We're literary people. We should probably know that. Um, I didn't want to bore you with uh, 30 books synopsis. <laughs> that would be four hours long. <laughs> and then Sally did this. I'd just be over here like, <laughs> kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll we'll definitely put the list in the show notes on the blog. And so if you have any questions, feel free. You can also comment directly in the blog. Yeah. Did y'all read any of these? Did you like them? Did you dislike them? Have a different opinion than I did? (gasps) Engage with us. DeCanterburyTales.com slash blog. We want to chat. And (laughs) if you don't like tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, I mean, comment, but like know that I'm going to get in quite a debate with you because it (laughs) is fabulous. You're like, get your typing hands ready because we, yeah. we will duke it out in the comments. We will spar. And I, if I am not mistaken, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow was the book that beat Remarkably Bright Creatures for like one of Amazon's best picks or something like that. So if it beat Remar- Remarkably Bright Creatures, you know- You it's know a, how we feel about that book. It's like, they're, they're right up there with me. I get, nice. I get why they're dueling for favoritism. Put up your dukes and let's get down to it. Hit me with a bad All right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so. And now we're in Pitch Perfect. And now 
<laughs> anyway, so thank you for listening to our recap. If you have any books you want to suggest for us to cover, possibly on a future episode or in a future recap, definitely send us an email at decanterburypod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at decanterburypod. And Facebook and Goodreads. Oh my goodness. I forget about all of our social media. We're just so on it. We're so connected. (laughs) We are. Um, And as we mentioned last episode, we are doing Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets for October. We are obviously going to talk about some of the spooky books that Laura is reading. In addition, um, as she's mentioned, Cackle is the one she finished for this month so far. Um, get ready our our harry potter episode from last year got us a really good review from um the something back she's the potato lady um but she does she writes books she wrote us a really really long review five-star review on apple podcast regarding our harry potter episode that it was a fun episode a fun romp and like just a new take on kind of going over harry potter books so if you have not read the book hop on in if you don't want to read the book watch the movie um so know that I am going to reread the book because it's that good that it's a good one that I want to reread it so and I have a lovely one paired for it already I've worked ahead so she broke her drinking hiatus to find this one (laughs) anyway y'all thank you so much for listening to Canterbury Tales you know everywhere to find us decanterburytales.com send us an email find us on the social medias we love to hear from you and we appreciate all of your support thank you so much for listening bottoms up stay weird happy halloween bye bye did you know that alcohol deliveries have actually been legal in mississippi as of july 1st 2021 with the passage of a new house bill. So why are they just doing it now? Is it um, a local company or like a big box? So Moonshine is a locally owned and operated in the Jackson area. They work with our local stores to bring you your favorite wine, liquor, and beer straight to your doorstep. And how much do they have? Like how much uh, selection and variety do they have? So they have over 3,000 products on their easy-to-use platform. You can order from their website or the mobile app. Well, that's fantastic. Do you have I your know. cart? Do you have your cart ready for uh, a visit? I am definitely. We can definitely have some fun adding some things to our cart. But yeah, so like alcohol deliveries in Mississippi are finally here. Born in Mississippi, Moonshine MS delivers your favorite drinks to your door. So head to moonshinems.com to learn more or head to the app store and download the Moonshine app to get your order in today. That's moonshinems.com or follow them on social media at moonshinems and tell them the Decanterbury Tales girls sent you. Bottoms up. Stay weird. Bye.